Hi everyone, welcome to the Pocket Size Personal Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Winsbury, and in these podcasts, I'm bringing you the most impactful personal branding advice that you can use to build your audience, improve your reputation, and grow your business. And I want to respect your time with this. So all of these episodes are going to be between 5 and 15 minutes. I'm trying to condense all of the best personal branding advice into short episodes so that this is the most impactful personal branding podcast there is, and hopefully you never have to listen to another one again. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Slightly different episode, this one, but a momentous one for me. What we're gonna do this episode on is actually agency growth. Now this is a momentous episode for me because my agency just hit 50,000 pounds recurring monthly revenue. That's in pounds, not dollars. We hit this in August as I'm recording this uh, just shortly after we've actually hit that mark. And what I wanted to do in this episode was just talk through some of the things that I'd do if I actually had to rebuild the agency. So I've been thinking a lot recently about the process, about the mistakes we've made. I actually wrote an article on some of the biggest mistakes that we've made, every single mistake we've made over the last few months. Published that on my personal website. Go and check that out, soundwinsbury.co.uk if you haven't already seen that. But I've been reflecting a lot on the growth of the agency and what I'd actually do if I had to start again. I've recently started helping a number of other agency owners scale their agencies as well in partnership with uh, Oliver Duffy at the Authority Agency Programme. So really been reflecting a lot on this recently and I've come up with a few things that I'd do if I had to rebuild my agency and get it back from zero to 50,000 pounds monthly recurring revenue without sacrificing the stability of the agency, okay? So I wanna jump in. I started this journey 2021. We founded the agency. Uh, we rebranded at the end of 2021. We're a team of three at the start of 2022. We're now a team of 16, mixed between full-time and part-time, uh, helping 50-plus founders and CEOs build powerful personal brands. And this is what I'd do if I had to get us back to this point from zero. So the first thing I'd do, number one, is I would focus heavily on the offer. I'm reading a couple of notes as I do this, so if you're watching this on video and I'm looking away, I just want to make sure I capture everything. So I'd focus first on the offer, I'd make it an absolute no-brainer. This is absolutely the first thing that anybody should do. Even if that means going a little bit cheaper than I'd like to be at the start, that's fine. I wanna lean on the fact that probably at the start my overheads were quite low and if you start again, your overheads are quite low so you can afford to be a little bit cheaper. You don't wanna be known as the cheapest, but you can leverage that to your advantage a little bit. So I just want clients through the door at this stage. I need case studies, I need social proof, I need testimonials. I need to show my value and then I may be able to get even referrals off the back of that and start um, charging people more. So first thing I do is make sure my offer is an absolute no-brainer. Make sure people feel, make sure other people that I'm pitching to feel stupid saying no to that offer, okay? Once we've got that offer in place, I'd focus on my personal positioning. So leveraging the experience, the expertise that I do have to position myself as a leader in this space, okay? really produce a lot of content, share content online, build my personal brand, uh, focus on positioning myself as a leader as well as the agency. Be really, really clear on why I am well positioned to help people, okay? Because when you don't have a load of testimonials and a load of previous clients and a load of people referring you, you have to put in extra effort to make sure it's really, really clear to your audience why you're somebody that is well positioned or why you're somebody that is credible enough to help them, okay? So I'd focus on that initially. I'd try and get into conversations, number three, with 
probably about 100 people every day. Got to get the reps in early doors. So I'd just be starting conversations. I wouldn't necessarily be pitching people straight away or putting them through specific lead sequences, but I'd be trying at least to get a foot in the door with 100 people per day and starting conversations with them, at least reaching out to them across, it could be LinkedIn, could be email, picking up the phone, going to events, Instagram, whatever it may be. I'd be trying to get into private conversations with 100 people per day, getting the reps in, getting the volume in. One thing you can leverage at the start of building agency is time. You tend to have a lot of time. You maybe don't have as many clients to deal with. You don't have team members. One thing you have over other agencies at that point is a lot of time on your hands. So leverage that to get into conversations. One thing that actually worked really well for me when I was building an agency and I was doing a lot of outreach was personalized looms. So I'd actually send personalized loom videos about a minute long to different CEOs and founders that I wanted to work with. And it really stood out because whilst everybody was just sending you know, text, um, text messages on LinkedIn and pitching people straight away, I was sending hyper-personalized looms, addressing them personally. I'd do it over their website so they could tell it wasn't rinsed and repeated. Um, so that works, that worked really, really well. And I'd follow up. First client that I got um, that was significant and actually led to a loads more business and ended up being a really powerful partnership for me. I actually reached out to them cold. They ignored me. I followed up two weeks later on a whim and they replied and it was the start of an amazing relationship. So I'd follow up with as many people as possible. Don't be afraid to do that. And I'd probably focus on two core areas here. I'd focus on high profile people. So if you can get a high profile person to become a client, even if you work for really cheap or free early doors, that can do a lot for your personal brand in the future. You gain authority by your association with them. So I'd focus on high profile people, people of influence, offer to do cheap or free work for them. And I'd focus on local agency partners. So uh, I'd probably, I'd go for agencies that had similar services to mine, but didn't include my service. And I'd try and build partnerships with them where they can essentially white label my, my services out if they want to. Okay, it's not sexy, it's not the most glamorous thing, but in the early days, you need cash coming through the door so that you can reinvest. You need case studies to work with. So I'd find an agency partner to essentially white label my services out to their clients, um, get some cash flow in, put my ego aside and just deal with that for a little bit whilst we get some cash flow through the door. I'd focus early on on creating a slick client experience. This is not something you need to worry about until you're getting clients. Don't try and fix a client problem when you don't have clients. Okay, so once you've got clients coming through the door, you need to start thinking about their experience. So make it a really slick experience. If you can nail your delivery for the first few, first few clients, first few customers, they're gonna refer and you're gonna start to build momentum. Doesn't matter how much they're paying, make them feel a million dollars, okay? Have really clearly defined onboarding process, have clearly defined internal systems, comm structure, just make it a really slick, easy, nice experience for them. Uh, and I want to be a, a strategy partner for them, not just a pair of hands, but actually a second brain for them as well. Someone that's going to help them think around strategy rather than just um, producing a deliverable for them. Number five, focus on absolutely nailing client delivery. Okay. Once you've got those clients, best thing you can do is just deliver for them. Trust that if you deliver for them, they're going to retain work with you. They're going to be willing to pay more. They're going to willing to be willing to sorry, new services, they're gonna be willing to refer people. So focus on absolutely nailing that delivery once you've got a few clients coming in. If you have agency partners, it's brilliant because you don't have to worry so much about going out and getting business anymore. Um, that's something you can come back to down the line when you wanna start building your own bank of clients. So that's why early doors, having a few agency partners was, was really, really valuable for me. 
If you nail client delivery, then you're going to get amazing results. Start shouting about them and don't be afraid to ask for referrals. If you're doing brilliant work for people, you've got to be talking about it and you've got to be asking them to introduce you to more people that they think would benefit from this. This isn't egotistical, this isn't self-indulgent, this is practical and it's going to get you more business. So don't be afraid to talk about those results. I reckon through this system, doing those first five, six things, you can probably get to 10,000 10, pounds monthly recurring revenue. Um, but what I found in my experience is actually this is the easy bit. You can get to 10K a month simply by being very good at a skill, okay? But then you've got to start bringing team members on potentially to actually help you deliver this. It's coming to a stage where you can't handle all of this delivery on your own. You need to bring on some team members, okay? So once you're starting to this, starting to do this, this next phase from 10 to probably 20, 30, 40K a month, this is the hardest phase because not only do you still have to be really, really good at delivery, but you've also got to learn all of these new skills that no one will ever teach you. That's uh, super difficult to learn. No one's ever taught you them before. There are people that will teach you. Um, we'll teach them in our authority agency program, actually. So if you do need help, it's, it's worth speaking to us. Um, but a load of things that I wasn't taught and certainly for, for new people are very difficult to learn. Leadership, how to hire, how to train people, how to manage people, how to communicate internally. All of these things are really, really important. Um, so that next phase from kind of 10 to 20, 30, 40k a month is difficult so be prepared for that um, what i'd do is i'd make sure there's clear training available for all team members um, have a really strong onboarding process so that they know as soon as you hire them they've got it all laid out exactly what you expect from them what they need to know before they start your ways of working lay all of that out make it really really clear and ensure they're ready for every single aspect of their role don't rush the process, okay? Because if you rush the process, what's gonna happen is clients are gonna start complaining that the standard delivery's gone down. It's gonna cause you more and more problems. It's gonna add added stress. So don't rush that process of onboarding new people. Whilst bringing them on, as I said, make sure your internal processes are so well documented that even a six-year-old could implement them. That's how refined you have to be. Um, don't presume anything. If you presume people will get stuff, um, you're in for a tough ride, okay? So don't presume anything at all, excuse me, and make it super, super clear. Make it so clear even a six-year-old could follow these instructions. I'd encourage your team members, your early team members to build their personal brands too. We get a lot of business from this. Last month alone in July, we got 3.7 million views, about 20 really good leads from our team's personal brand. And that's probably even close to that in August already. And I'm recording this on first week of August so um, yeah really encourage your team to build personal brands every time your your team put a piece of content out it's an extra opportunity for you to get new business okay you're probably getting a little bit more legitimate now you've probably got some business development processes in place you've maybe set up some lead magnets and funnels I'd have at least three sources of leads if you can at this stage so that might be personal brands of the team referrals and a lead magnet funnel something super simple like that um, and start raising your prices as you develop your offer. Your offer is something that you should be refining each and every week, but now you're bringing on more team members, your overheads are increasing, you need to increase your costs. Don't be afraid to do that as you start to hire. One mistake I made was not increasing my cost enough or charging too little as I was hiring people, and quite frankly, it, it shot ourselves in the foot, right? Because we were struggling to deliver what was expected, we'd set too high a standard for the price we were charging. We needed to pay a higher price to give us the time, the flexibility, the resource in-house to actually deliver to a high standard. So charging high prices is not a good thing. It allows you to, to deliver better work. Start outsourcing everything you don't know or bring someone on. 
for me, that was things like HR and legal stuff brought on our COO, Lewis, who covers a lot of that. Um, that's not my bag. That's not what I'm great at. So just hand it off to someone that can absolutely nail it. These are vital things that need to be done in your business, but they need to be done by people that know them well. Remember how valuable your time is now. When you're scaling from 10 to 40, 50K a month, your time is your most valuable resource. Start looking for opportunities to expand your client work. So make briefs for people. Think about what you can do to develop your work with them. There's always at least 30% of extra business within your current clients. I learned that from the amazing Jonathan Leaf, uh, who I've learned a lot from over the years. There's always 30% more revenue within your current client base. So explore how you can actually develop your work with them. That's easy new revenue that can, you can bring in. Final couple of things now. Clearly define the culture that you want to build with your early team members. These early team members are going to be vital for actually shaping what your business looks like in a few months or a few years time. So it's vital you get it right early doors. You have a culture that you want to build, but also a culture that fits the people that you brought on uh, early on. These people are integral. Make sure you've got constant communication channels as well with them. Keep them engaged and keep them accountable at all times. Uh, and make sure they're always being proactive in their work. Really, really important things for setting the tone for new team members that come on. These early people, are essentially the benchmark or the standard that the rest of your team, if you're gonna to continue to scale, are gonna measure themselves on. It might seem okay if you've got maybe one or two people at the start that are a little bit, um, not below the standard, but aren't 100%. If these people aren't 100% early doors, suddenly you've got 20 people in a team and they're all copying off these early people that you had in the team and you've got 20 people operating below standard, right? We were fortunate enough that all of the early team members we've had have been absolutely brilliant and set a really high standard for everybody else moving forward. And that's something that I'm, I'm really proud of. And if I had to build an agency again, would definitely focus, focus on. Then it's a case once you've got these things in place of rinsing and repeating your, your business development and hiring processes. Okay, bring on more and more clients um, until you get to about seven or so people. And you've got, you've got seven people in the team, you've got enough clients that you know, you're, you're pretty stacked out. If you want to bring on more clients, you probably need to start bringing in a middle, middle management level to essentially oversee the delivery. So as soon as you're above seven people, um, it depends, client number, it really depends on what you're delivering. Some stuff is much lighter touch, some stuff is much more intense. But as you get to seven or so people, start introducing middle management, heads of roles or managers, um, and I just keep increasing that one for every seven people you hire so that you don't have to essentially be um, be the person that everybody in the team goes to. Because you can do that when you've got five or six people, but when you've got 13, 14, 15 people in a team, it's very difficult if you are the person answering or you're the one that they all answer to, it's, it's unmanageable. So for every seven people, I'd introduce another person at middle management. Um, and that is kind of the 15 key things there that I would do if I had to start the agency again and get it back from zero to 50,000 pounds per month. Uh, recurring revenue as quickly but also sustainably and manageable uh, manageably if that's a word as possible I hope those 15 things were useful as I said at the start I am now helping uh, Oliver Duffy Lee at the authority agency program help other agencies scale their businesses if you do want our help feel free to reach out and shoot me a message on LinkedIn links will be in the show notes and we can talk about how we can potentially uh, transform your agency with you if not, I really hope you enjoyed this episode nonetheless. It'd be great to connect with you guys over on LinkedIn, Sam G. Winsbury, my socials, all across socials, I'm Sam G. Winsbury. So do follow along and hopefully we can keep in touch. Thanks for tuning in, guys.